When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Episode 108. 108. 108. Holy shit, so 108 days. Is it 108? Let me just double check. Let me double, double, triple. No, 107. No, I think we did 107. Did we? Yeah, I think we did, yeah. Hang on. Do you know what? We've that many and we're over the million now. Paddy Joe, it's hard to it's hard Unbelievable. to know. Unbelievable. Hard to know. You are correct. This is episode 108. There you go. Yeah, definitely. 108. There you go. 108, everybody. Yeah, happy very fucking much and welcome to the next one. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what's the crack? Any scandal with you? No, can I... What did so, you do? Did you get into trouble? Did you get... Have, you know, uh, loads of crap has happened. Um, but first thing I have to tell you about, which is really weird, and my cousin listens to this podcast, so Paul... Um, I hope this doesn't upset you, Uh-oh. but I have to tell you about like, do you know the way Irish moms are a bit mad? Like, yeah, they're, they're all a bit mad, head, right? Yeah. So, my very beautiful, gorgeous auntie Dee, who I adore, unfortunately is is I think coming towards the end of her life at the moment, and my auntie's oh. had to do a mad dash to the UK, and um, so Paul. If you're listening, because Paul and Aiden listen to this all the time, I hope I don't upset you, but I think that they'll appreciate because they know how mental my mom is and our aunties are. <laughs> so there was a mad dash to get them over there and there was conversations about who was going to go and what was happening and I had decided that I didn't want to go to see her in the hospice and that I'm very happy yeah. with all of my memories that yeah. I have of her because she's like, she bought me my first Barbie doll. She's like, she's the poshest lady from Dreamy I've ever come across. Like, she's just so posh. She, just, she lives in Buckinghamshire and she'd be like, mm-hmm. darling, just, you know, and she'd like I remember when I was a kid, I like a perfect example is that I was like, "Oh my god, Auntie, I'm sweating," and she was like, "Darling, horses sweat, men perspire, and ladies yeah. simply glue." Okay. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, I'm on my way in, and my mom is in the UK, and you know, trying to get your mom on the phone, it's like, like I heard you say her, and I was like shouting into the sea, like it's just pointless sometimes. You just yeah, yeah, no yeah. good. So I'm on the phone trying to get her, and I can't get her on her mobile, and then she WhatsApp audio calls me, and then that drops. So I'm driving, and she FaceTimes me. So my phone is on my lap. So I'm driving with my hands on the steering wheel. So I'm like, ma'am, because obviously I'm like, I need to know if Dee's still with us or what's happened. Of course, like, yeah. I'm like, ma'am, is everything okay? She's like, Susie, Susie. I'm like, hiya, ma'am, everything okay? And she's like, say hi to Auntie Dee. My mom FaceTimed me for my auntie's dying bed. Like, but, it's yeah. as Irish as it gets. Yeah. You know, it really is. My poor Auntie Dee's lying there. My mom's FaceTiming me. Oh, she's like, say hi to your Auntie Dee. My Auntie Dee's asleep. She doesn't want to say hi to me. I didn't want to see my auntie in the hospice. My mum is then... Gives she me just decided it was happening and that was the end of that, yeah? Because you know what Irish mouths are like. She just yeah, decides yeah. this is what's happening. So, of course, I'm then trying to say to my mum, I'm driving and I can't be on FaceTime, mum. So then my mum takes me on a tour. A tour of the hospice. Oh, great. Oh, and that it's the most wonderful place. And my mum has this, like, oh, it's a superpower of making even the most dire situation, you know, like that her sister is coming towards the end of her life about my mum. My mum was like, they were very worried about my ankles last night because they were so swollen. <laughs> like Madonna at the Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yeah. 
tribute where she just never shut up about herself. <laughs> I was just like, I literally went in the darkest of moments where all your sisters are there. Everybody's worried about Auntie D. My mom then tells me that the nurses who spend their life looking after people who are coming towards the end of their journey were worried about my mom's swollen ankles. I was like... More power to you, Maisie. Nothing yeah. like turning it around on yourself. Fucking champion stuff. So yeah, so that that was that was that uh, that was my my drive in. So there you go. Well, what did you get? Your drive in here. Yeah. Uh, what did I? What do you mean? What did I get? What did I get? What did you get? Oh, you mean with the book? No, yeah. before I get into the fucking oh. book, I want to say I finally got it. What? I finally got some Branston pickle. <gasps> I finally got it. Sent to me. Sent it. Did they send it to the radio station? They did. Yeah. I saw. I finally got my hands. Did on they the set it on fire in the radio station? And be like, don't talk of that podcast in here. We thought we eliminated you, bastards. No, did they're they do all that? very happy with the podcast. There. They they're are. They're fucking arses. They fucking are. They are. They're trying to copy it all the time. They're absolutely delighted with. It fucking works out great. It's been a, it's been a direct rip off with the same person trying to do it ever since. They are just delighted with it. The more progress this it's gets, the better for them. So not, yeah, it's not as good as this because obviously this dynamic. But your dynamic with Jim is very good on the radio. <laughs> yeah. But no, actually, no. it is funny the amount of people who said to me, "Oh, I listened to the." I listened to the radio because I heard like I I love PJ like I went to get my makeup done on Saturday and the girl doing my makeup it was my birthday at the weekend by the way thanks for the oh happy yeah, birthday bit late. I didn't know happy birthday it was on social media how did you not know well, anyway fuck sorry you beg your pardon sorry very right. much happy birthday that's fine uh, but yeah um, I went to get my makeup done and I, when I went in the room that she does the makeup she four FM on I haven't listened to four FM in two years. Like yeah. I have not listened. I got married redundant yeah, this time two years. Why would I? Um, I haven't listened. I listened to Day FM. Today FM. Um, but yeah, and your ad came on. You're like one of your, you know, like oh, your promos. promos or whatever. And she was like, she goes, I absolutely fucking love him. And I was like, who? And she's like, PJ Gallagher. And I went, do you? And she was like, oh, she goes, I only listen. I only listen to that radio station. I only listen to him because he's on the morning. She goes, he's very funny. To which I went, he does a podcast with a girl called Suzanne. Dublin, very funny. You'd probably did enjoy you, it. You didn't say it was you. No, no you hid in the shadows. Yeah, sometimes it's better. Lurked. Sometimes it's better. So I tell me about I've your sandwich. Me sandwich. Yeah. Oh, did you try it? Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Right. Now the whole jar of pickle is fucking gone. gone. And I did fuck up and get right. a, a, a stand-in pickle. This right. Heinz Plowman's pickle. Oh, load of bollocks. No. Tastes like the underside of a farmer's arsehole compared to the real deal of You'd the Branson stuff. You'd be there a lot, would you? Yeah, it's the Irish people can't do pickle. The Brits do a lot of shit better than other people. They do gin better than anyone. They do pickle better than anyone. They do, what else do they do? They do pub scenery better than anybody. They do, do a lot of shit. Scenery. Yeah, yeah pub English scenery? pubs are the coolest looking pubs in the world, right? Um, those like p- pig and slugs. Or yeah, whatever they're yeah. Called. Did you know why they're called that? Why they have those names? Now I did know this, but now I can't. A fucking, it's a fascinating yeah, story. The slug and lettuce. Yeah, why do all those names? So oh, they, is that? Because no. years ago, back you know, like back fucking a hundred, even a hundred years ago, not so many people could read. You couldn't really fucking read. So how did you identify your pub? Well, you put like maybe a stag's head in the window. And then people would know the pub is the stag's head. Okay. Or you'd put a pineapple in the window. So it'd be the pineapple and coins or whatever the fuck you're. Yeah. The, yeah, so so the, the slug and the lettuce. The fox and hair. You'd put a stuffed fox and a stuffed hair. So that's where it came from. So people just. That's just very clear. Because they are. I noticed that. So this, maybe this is the, the English Irish divide, right? So that we call our names. They're all family names. They're named after the people. So who it's own like them. after the people who own them. But even if they don't own them anymore, they're still like Devon's in Camden Street. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, they're all called names like Flannery's. It's all names. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Brits have that much cooler way of. But they call them like the slug and lettuce. The but red are, lion. Yeah. Now the then they're sheep. all they're all real. Um, like what's the word patriotic? That like they're the red lion, the English rose. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going the rose. <laughs> 
yeah, the for crown food. and fucking the crown and jewels, thruppence or yeah. the fucking wooden leg, the ball or and Mickey, the that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? the Mickey and yeah, the Mickey and balls. Yeah, the big golden balls. Yeah, I just thought it was great. I thought it was a great thing. I can't remember what I was talking so about. So Branson really Pickle. Oh yeah, yeah. I got Branson Pickle. So I'm sat, I'm in a very happy mood over that sort of thing. So did you put and it in mill and that? Just nothing else. You just get bre- a good, nice, real, fresh Irishy brown bread. Bit of brown. Oh, brown. And, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's better. And then you get a, a like a. Well, we'll, like let the, we'll let the British cheese. decide that. So if it's better on brown or white. Well, okay, the Brits do another sandwich is better than us. Yeah. I give them that much, right? And then, like, you know, a start, like a piece of cheese like as thick as your fucking hand. Good. And then just smother it with that brown gooey shit. It's then, fucking gorgeous. I know I've gone on about it in the podcast already and it's pointless going over old ground, but it's fucking gorgeous. How brands people haven't sent us a box of the shit yet? I don't know. Mind you, then again, they, I've they gone don't on about sh- they, they don't, don't hear us. Shit, no. They're over in England, jollying around doing English That's shit. true. It's like I got very excited about the... Um, oh, I'm go bef- on. Before I go on, yes, what? I did. I go on. Shaky fingers. I just meant to say, go on. Uh, you know, England are going to try and host the World Cup. Are they? Yes. Did they not try that already? No, they. I don't think so. They're, they're, they've made a bid, and after all my slagging off the English, here we go. Well, you're World a soccer Cup, thug these I days. I really, really, I'm putting on me three lions. I fucking okay, hope go. to God. Turncoat. The one thing about you is that you, you, you really England, stick to a fad, don't you? It's coming home, England. It's coming home. If you guys can host the World Cup, it would be fucking amazing. Twenty twenty four. Twenty whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think it must be because first of no, all, hang on, these we're Qatari fuckers yeah, have to get it. Twenty twenty. So four years from the 22 to 26. 26. It would be amazing if they got it. Do you remember how good they did the Olympics? Oh, and the Olympics like, it was the best Olympics ever. Yeah. Right? The best Olympics ever. It went yeah. to Brazil afterwards and it was basically like a shit London. Uh, so now, it's, if they get that, it'd be on our doorstep. They've all the infrastructure already in. Yeah. It'd be fucking amazing. It'd be They're amazing. So, uh, yeah, come on. Come on, England. Come on, England. <laughs> you can do it. But your brand still pickle, your gin, your funny fucking pubs Those and your red deadly football. onions. Yeah, you know the jar of pickled onions. Yeah. You ever had those? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that are in the. I don't like when them. I was pregnant. They're like capers. I'd nearly drink the vinegar out of them. Oh my it just goodness! Shows Sit what there pregnancy going, does oh, to the mind of a human. Mental stuff. Now the thoughts of them, I'm like, yeah. you know, why have we got heartburn? I'm sitting there with a jar of pickles, going, well. Yeah, I don't and know. It was the silver, th- silver ones. I can't remember what they were, but they were in like a silver, blue and silver jar, and they were like, they were so torch. Is that the right word? They were like, yeah. Yeah, no, awful. You could Fuck smell that. me coming. Fuck that. I'm still um, off the bills as well. Are you? Like, still oh, off speaking the bills. of which, you... Lost of pounds of fat. What? You're an idiot. What do they do now? They're an idiot. That Aperol Spritz is Gorgeous. absolutely Go- vile. Fuck off. Vile. What are you talking so, about? So, on Saturday How night, on Saturday night, went out for dinner so for my can, birthday. Can just, by the way, before she continues, this is a person who just admitted to drinking pickle jars. Just want to fucking put that out there. I was there, pregnant at onions. the time, yeah. all right? Well, you might be pregnant again. Because if you don't you like Aperol Spritz... wash your mouth out. Right, go on, yeah. How can you not like it? It's fabulous. So maybe they, that's, I think that's what it is. I think though maybe they made it wrong because you're one, because I remember I texted you, which then I realised, I apologise, it was like quarter past 11 at that stage. I didn't realise it was so late. I was still up. Um, No, I know it was the weekend, but still I would never text someone that that late. Like, but um, I was caught up in the moment. But I think, I think it was a different recipe to yours. I think that's maybe where we went wrong, but they put gin in it. Oh no, you don't put gin oh, in it. Oh, mother of God. It was no. like sucking nettles. Ah, that's different. That's like a Negroni or something. That's a different thing. So it was um, gin, Prosecco, Aperol, 
Yeah, I think that's what no, was that's, it. it was awful. That's I think that's a Negroni or something. No, that's a different thing. You don't and put my gin pal Neve like really likes gin, and she didn't like it at all. But no. she likes the sour drink because she likes sour sweets and stuff. And she was like, "No, it's too sour." So I was like, "No, that's wrong. They just okay. fucked it up. That's just not even the same drink. That's Why? just not the same drink." So I blame the Pakistani people in the that's restaurant. That's like asking so for fish and do? chips, and there's a piece of shit on the plate as well. It just comes with extras. Like that's the totally different that's meal. An interesting analogy. Totally different. Uh, dish altogether totally different so how are you getting on alright yeah all off, right. the, off the booze do you miss it no I don't fucking miss it at all I don't miss it at all to be honest with you and I'm after losing so much fat Jesus Christ all my trousers are getting small and all just from the booze well, what just did you from the drink booze. though Smithics and Aperol Spritz. What, yeah, pure sugar. <laughs> so that's it yeah but it's could you, you go difference. back on vodka and just drink vodka and diet 7 up isn't that what like if you're kind of I, trying I not to, it's like you don't vodka's have any just, beer or you don't have any. Yeah, no, fuck that. Vodka's just tasteless shit anyway, isn't it? Not vodka. with cranberry, it's not. It's. But then you just taste totally. cranberry, are you? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, That's what like, I used See, I always, good. my thing about it with, with vodka, and I haven't drank vodka cranberry and I don't know how long because I have kids, so they've sucked the life out of me. Um, but the thing with cranberry and vodka, I think, is that you're, you're intaking alcohol, but as you're intaking it with the cranberry, you're cleansing your system from within. So I think you're. You know, it's like a yin and yang of alcohol. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? I don't. I don't know. You don't really I know agree. it makes a lot of sense, but I don't. At the same time, I'm pretty sure the body doesn't work like that. Well, that's cruel. I'm wrong. I had like not even a full bottle of prosecco on Saturday night. I went out. With, we all went out for dinner for my birthday, and I woke up on Sunday and was like, and we had everyone coming for dinner on Sunday, and I was like, Joe, I have to stay in bed. And I was like, I'm absolutely dying. Like I'm really hung over here. And he was like okay he was like I know you're a bit of a shit drinker but I was like no I'm really hung over and he, I think he thought I was just dragging the arse out of it because it was my birthday and I was here like I'm having a lie in but I couldn't get my shit together I had to have a shower I cried yeah. Prosecco tears in the shower oh, but I really was genuinely all day and then as it turned out I think I have like a bit of a sinus infection so that was it was just my head it was like mm, mm. and then in the middle of all we just had dinner had the birthday cake and then we had to all run in to the sitting room because the end of the All-Ireland was on so we couldn't miss that. So we all ran in to catch so everyone was having that and then we, we had a mad phone call to get a mad dash to the UK so no wonder my head was gone. Yeah. But I, st- I still then obviously felt crap on Monday so then I went to know it was more the sinus rather than the the actual alcohol so we're going to give it a good a good belt now over the next week when I'm in Portugal. Trying my friend Matthews and I will be spending a lot of time together. Matthews. Matthews rosé wine. Matthews. Yeah. I'm like the leper of like the wine world as well. I've realised that because do you know that like you know like people are real like stuck up about drink. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially wine. Jeez, wine turns most people's mouths into assholes. Like it's fucking unbelievable. Sake. I can't get into wine at all. I don't, I've never liked it. So I just don't really get the fuss about it. I drink rosé because it's really, it's like a lemonade yeah, I remember seeing, I told you that I was at a restaurant one day and there was a guy there and he uh, asked, do you have rosé? I says, yeah, and he says, uh, two bottles. He got a bottle for him and a bottle for his missus at the table. Yeah, the idea of sharing a bottle of wine was like beyond. That's rosé drinkers. Yeah, hardcore motherfuckers. me. I need to get the bottle. There's no <laughs> point. But it's, the problem is it's like lemonade. It's quite easy to drink. But like, I've been out and a couple of things like in recent weeks and stuff and they're like, will you have a glass of red or white? And I'm always the one who goes, by any chance do you have a rosé? And people like go... <laughs> Is it that like so, it's like you've asked them for book fast? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you essentially it's, said. So it's like kind of can you know, I have you know you asking for a fancy whiskey and tra- pouring coke into it? Is it? Yeah, maybe. I think that could be the yeah. The, the, I uh, have tealings at home if you wanted. By the way, did you get sent in tealings? I did I, I had they gave did. me tealings and I never went back. And I said to the PR company the other day, I was like, that's still there. Like I have no use for it, so you oh, can have I, it if you I want. Love I'll bring tea. it. That's my yeah. favorite whiskey. Yeah, oh, is it? I love, yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, I'll bring it for you. General then. whiskey, like you know, that's not sort of non-fancy whiskey that you can just drink. 
Yeah, yeah. Of like, a Tuesday, if you but you're not drinking anymore, but you can keep no, it for no, the days I, when I, you I've hit got, the bottle. Two bottles of Teeling in the house that I will get to. And eventually. one of them is a really good bottle. Like one of them is the like you know the way they did a limited edition. They did bottle. the airport one. Why did I, this wasn't this was for Father's Day or Christmas? They did like a proper. It came in a case and stuff. Oh fuck me! Yeah, yeah give us it. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, it's probably worth about sixty or seventy quid. Yeah, or some it wasn't shit, yeah. cheap. Yeah, get up that. Ah, oh, deadly crack. Deadly. Um, tell me, what did you get? I got a present. Look from one of our people out there because obviously someone who knows how much I hate the health and safety bullshit of the world so a gift from Matthew Parsons look Matthew he actually Parsons. bought this on Amazon for me a little book called Topsy and Tim Safety Force the health and safety book for kids is after getting sent to me fuck's sake this is what's wrong with the world this is what's wrong with the world health and safety books will we read it go on do Tops- you know who Topsy and Tim are no we don't know so Topsy and Tim that are on at half past five oh, every on TV, evening on CBBS. They right. are twins who are actually not twins, not even brother and sister. They're not even related. Huh? They sit on a throne of lies, but what they're very popular. What? So they're actual real life kids. They have a show, Topsy and Tim have a show. Yeah. And they're twins. The, the twins are called Topsy and Tim. Yeah. But in real life, Topsy and Tim are not twins, nor are they brother and sister. Oh, they're actors. Like. They're actors. They're not even related to each other. Fucking hell. That's the same with everything. Because they're not getting a set of boy and girl twins. I don't understand. <laughs> like that's, should, that's, what should that's like? That's not equal opportunities for boy and girl twins out there. That's insane. Nobody gives a shit about that. Topsy and Tim were excited. They were going to tea with their friend, Josie Miller, and they were wearing their nice new trainers. Topsy and Tim skipped along ahead of Mummy. One of Topsy's laces became undone <gasps> and Tim trodden it. <gasps> Don't do that, shouts Topsy. Fuck me, I'll open lace. Jesus Christ, kids of the today. Mummy caught up with them and she tied the laces properly. Now hold tight to my hands. Keep away from the curb and stay safe. This is fucking wrong. It's a lace. It's a lace. They're afraid of getting the kid run down. Like seriously, this is a very busy road. Now, we're still talking about the shoelace. This is a very busy road. We must find a safe crossing. Look, there are traffic lights, said Tim. When they reached the traffic lights, a red band was showing. That means, wait, don't cross, in capital letters. Topsy pressed the button and assumed the traffic stopped. The green man showed them that they should cross now, but he still beeped to hurry them up. Fucking tension and this is unbelievable, isn't it? I'm up the walls. Chapter 2. Josie was pleased to see Topsy and Tim. Let's play football in the garden, she said. Josie's little brother, Jamie, he wanted to play too. Tim kicked the ball high in the air and Jamie ran after it. Mm. Mind the pond, Jamie, shouted Topsy. (laughs) Then he saw a strong grill over the water. That's to stop Jamie from falling in, says Josie. Jamie sounds like a bit of a fucking special fucking idiot, doesn't he? Imagine they have to put a cage on the pond because a fucking idiot can't play football in the back garden. (laughs) Jamie kicked the ball. It rolled into a flower bed. Yeah, Jamie's a fucking idiot. He's he's, he's (laughs) two things he's had two sentences so far and both of them were mistakes Topsy ran to find it she reached in among the flowers something buzzed around her face it was a bee (laughs) go away go away cried Topsy flapping her hands stay still says Josie then he won't sting you but Topsy did what Josie said and the bee buzzed off you're safe now said Topsy fuck's sake what's Jamie doing it's this fucking idiot again (laughs) said Tim he was holding a red berry (laughs) this lad's fucking great I love Jamie he fucking tried to kill himself with every opportunity Uh, sweetie he said no he thinks it's a sweet he thinks his sweets grow on trees Jamie's a fucking idiot shout out to Topsy Tim and Josie all together you must never eat anything you find in the garden oh well he wouldn't be good with the chewing gum Jamie opened his mouth to show him that he hadn't eaten any berries. 
It was nearly time for tea, so they all went indoors to wash their hands. Tim undid the stair gate and Topsy helped Jamie climb the stairs. You'd need to help Jamie now, in fairness. From what we've learned about Jamie so far, you know that if, if anyone's going to go, it's going to be him. Josie made sure the water was not too hot and they all washed their hands. There's actually a picture of Jamie being helped up to the sink. Tim wanted to look out of the bathroom window. Be careful, Tim, said Josie. It isn't safe to lean out of windows. I know, said Tim. I wasn't going to. Fucking oh. woo! Fresh. Tim ran out of the bathroom, held the door shut. Let us out, Tim, said Josie. It's dangerous to play with doors. Some of these fingers could get trapped. I mean, Life's a roller coaster. These kids are literally just doing regular killed shit, aren't they? It was nearly time. It was nearly tea time. Josie's ma was cooking a stir fry. Josie's ma was, was she? Oh, mum. This is mum, sorry. Ma. Don't stand near the cooker, twins. It's very <gasps> hot and you may burn yourselves. Oh, no! I've spilt me milk. No point crying over spilt milk. It kind of goes on like this. There's not a lot to it. The next thing we see is Jamie again. And he's sitting down in front of a fire with a cage on it. And he's got a train in his mouth. He's eating a train. Spit it out, Jamie. You could swallow it and choke. He doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Jamie's the man. Jamie's rogue. There's only one kid here being a kid. Topsy and Tim are like these weird fucking kids that come around to your house. Do you remember them? And they'd actually rat you. Remember? Oh, yeah. No, I remember those kids. kids. Or, I'm telling mommy. You know those kids? Those shite bags. And you're just there trying to eat your train and take a piss in the fucking fish pond. And those trains were like made of lead that time. I know. And look at us. This is like this is the uh, this is everything that's wrong with the world. This is everything that's wrong with the world. Topsy and saying, TMR, really. Well, just health and safety guidelines. Surely, there's not one thing in Do that. Want to see what they look like in real life? Yeah. Okay. But there's not one single thing in that book. Welcome to my world of half five. Not every one single day. thing that if it didn't happen to the kids, it wouldn't have done them the world of good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, where well, you get a bit of a sting, you chew a train. Fucking well, okay, right, choking on a train. That's a bad. And thing. his ma- their mom and dad are so kind annoying as well. Yeah, it was so annoying. Remember and kids' that, TV was like, and that said, "Go out Mammy, on was your bike adventure. You should just cycle away from the house as far as you can. Say hello to strangers, then cycle home again on your own. Try riding down the road the wrong way just to see the expression on people's faces." You're not allowed to say things like my dad used to go. You know, when you're annoying, like if you got into the house during the day, which and like which was unheard of if we managed to get into the house during the day because they just put you, you out early allowed, yeah. you weren't allowed in your mum was busy having a nervous breakdown yeah. taking wine out of Hoover um, so there's yeah. no fucking way you were allowed in my dad be like, just go down and play with, play with the buses will you there's 54A on the way like. yeah, go out and play in the traffic imagine you said that now that's Tim oh they're actual I thought they were animated kids no, so I said to you they're not related these kids aren't twins right That's Josie. No, I'm not into this shit at all. What one of the kids is called Tony something, but they call him by his full name. Little British kids that make me think of something terrible is going to happen. You know what I mean? Every time you see British kids on TV, it's like something terrible is about to happen, right? Well, all those horror one movies know. and all, it's like, hello, as they look into a basement, yeah. you know? And then it's fucking... Or it's like a kid gets possessed and then all of a sudden they just turn into English kids. You know that way? Mate, yeah. It's like... I'm going to get you. They get all the, like it's just. I think I've become immune to it because my life is just all day long and see babies with those. Like you have Waffle the Wonder Dog and now my kids think that every dog talks. Like my kids walk up to dogs and they're like, hello. And the dog just sits there looking at them. Every dog does talk, Suzanne. You just don't speak the language. You'll get there one day. You know, this, this is your typical animal hatred shining through again. All dogs say things. They just say them in a different way. 99% of our communication is done non-verbally. Dogs do it more than anybody else. You just refuse to listen. But anyway, that's another podcast. You know? Do you know animal facts? Oh, I've got an animal fact for you. Oh, do you? Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal 
Thanks. Um, apparently, I don't know how true this is, and you'll be able to verify. Apparently, dogs swing their tail one way when they're happy. It is true. And they swing their tail, but apparently, all their feelings are on the left hand side of their body. Yeah. So there's if their tail swings left, flaps left, they're happy. Yeah. Um, and then they do something else on the left as well, which means it's a no- but basically their emotions are on the left hand side yeah, of their body. It's true. That's true. And I went to see. I, what I, about if it's waggling from side to side? Though that makes no sense. Uh, generally, it's anticipation. It's like they. It's like they. Like generally, when a dog is wagging his tail, it's like some sort of anticipation. Like, what the fuck's going on? Whoa! It's like an excitement again, thing they? more than anything else. Right. So, but when it wags to the left, yeah. it's a sign of a happy dog. So I went to a speech, a talk in the Doggy Book Festival a couple of years ago now, right. and it was called "Why Do Happy Dogs Wiggle Their Tails to the Left?" Right, and it was all about what you need to do to stay happy and why. Some people seem happier than other people, and it was all. Ri- oh, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but he was fucking great. He was this really interesting um, dude, and he had if a book on the whole lot, and he was fucking great. And basically, it all comes down to one thing at the end, and it was like, so what do you need to do to be happy? What do dogs do or want to do that separates them from us, and what can we do to be more like dogs that makes us want to have a more positive mindset? Do stuff. That's literally what it comes down to. People who are active, active. are happier. happier that's people. true. The and devil makes work for idle hands. They do, yeah. That's what wanking is. But like, that's what they say. Do stuff. Do stuff. And then you'll be happier. Well, I'll look into it. That's why, I bet you, that's why all those old Puritans used to hate <laughs> people having a wank. They're you fucking lazy bastards. And they're pulling the fucking Speaking the devil, somebody, um, somebody asked a question of you, Phil. Did you get your devil tattoo filled in no I never did I never will it's too either. painful it's too fucking sore I'm 43 I don't want to be in pain anymore and it's just that spot yeah because like, it's your breastbone I've isn't had it? the chest no it's underneath oh it. sorry it's your, underneath your diaphragm kind I of had, catch bit yeah there. I had the chest on and that was pretty bad but nothing was as sore as underneath I don't know why it was so bad so we've got any new scribbles hurt. actually lately no not no. in ages no I'm no. too busy I need to get more done oh I forgot to tell you about um about boots. Remember, I was saying we were talking about briefly. Oh yeah, yeah. About well, thank you for the book, by the way, and we appreciate the book. Oh, thanks yeah. for Topsy and Tim. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So basically, and I, I talked about this on my Instagram last week. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you recognise somebody, but because they're out of context yeah. and you only see them in that, like Don't in one how. particular place, that when you see them out of context, it completely fucks you up. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Right. So for me, I have really, really bad eyesight. Like, like really bad eyesight like my eyesight's like minus eight and people go I've got bad eyesight and they tell me like they're like minus one I'm like I'm visually impaired to the point that I need to, I can't even get laser my eyes are that bad I have How to get a loud drive I have lenses in so I'm fine but like if I didn't have lenses in I couldn't but I don't drive at night not taking the piss because I can't differentiate when it's dark my eyes don't Fucking so hell. like you know when you turn your lights off in the evening in your bedroom <laughs> yeah and you could see like somebody else's face or you could see the room I just have black I can't, like, Joey could see my face, I couldn't see Joey. Holy shit. If I lost my glasses in the morning, someone would have to come and, like, lead me. That's how bad it is. But anyway, that's not here. But my facial recognition, I, like, I never really can see, unless I'm sitting like this, but if they're far away, I can't see anybody's face. So, like, I would recognise people by the shape of their heads or their characteristic or their movements or things like that. Anyway, but when I'm out of context and I meet someone out of context, I find it really difficult to go, fuck, I'm like, well, I know your face, I know your face, I know your face, and I try and place them really quickly in my head. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm in Boots last week, and this guy, I am have to take on a phone call, so I'm flustered. I'm trying to get 
uh, sun creams. There's loads of things going on. So I'm like, I'm, in my head, I'm like, I need to text PJ. I'm trying to figure out this work thing that we're asked about. So this is all going on. And there's a guy wrangling, like kind of a very small baby, like a six month old, but like a baby baby, like... And I could see him kind of wrangling the baby or whatever, and that was fine. Anyway, we both ended up in the till. But I, I then looked at him again and went, oh, I know him. I know him. So we ended up at the till together and he was wrangling. So I was like, can I help at all? Do you want me to hold? Which is like a really normal thing to do is to ask someone, like, can I hold your baby? So I was like, can I take the baby? Can I? And he was like, no, no. But kind of looked at me like, but I didn't really hear his voice. I just kind of was like, oh. And then, of course, because I know him, I did the normal thing that you do when you know someone. You're over familiar. So I was like, how's it going? How are you? Like, how's things? Are you having a good day? Oh, this isn't going to end well. Yeah. So he answered me in an American accent. He was some famous dude. So I then, in my head, when he answered me, I, I remembered then his name's Mark. So I'm just about to call him Mark. And then somewhere in the other part of my brain went... Don't call him Mark. Don't commit to Mark because I'm not sure if his name is Mark. So anyway, this is all going on. And then I, I so again, over familiar. Bye. Have a great day. <laughs> Walked out and I'm walking through Stephen's Green and in my head, I Google, do you want to get that bloke no, from Social don't. Network? All right. Jesse. I Ingle, don't know. Jesse Ingle. But who played Burgle. Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, that's what I was going to call him Mark. Fuck's sake. Didn't know. But what's he doing in boots with a baby of a Thursday like morning? I'm like, so then in my head I went, it can't, the, like, he can't be in boots in Stephen's Green with a baby. That's like, makes no sense. But then I Googled it and of course he's staying in town. He's been over filming for the past month and loads of people had spotted him around Grafton Street and, you know, over the past month people have had their pictures taken with him. But of course, dipshit here has over familiar and is convinced that she knows him. So, I've asked an absolute stranger American, could I take his baby, essentially? He probably thinks I'm trying to fucking kidnap the thing. <laughs> yeah, of course he does, yeah. Which is the natural there. And then I'm completely over familiar and ask him how his day's going and what's the crack. Is and he did he answer you like he was cool? He was there. He just went, he was like, yeah. Because when he answered me, he didn't say grand. He was like, great, thanks. And he's like, you. And, and when he answered an American accent, I went, no. You're not who I think you are. I don't know who you are. I'm really confused. Okay. And my brain is like, who is he? Yeah. And, then, and that was where, so as I was leaving, I was about to go, Bye, Mark. But then went, don't call him Mark. Lucky you didn't do that. No. Because I would have thought you were like, you know, those fucking odd people that think soap stars are real, real people yeah. in real life. Yeah, people shout at my friend Michael Greco, Beppe, all the time. And he hasn't been in EastEnders in 15 years. I haven't said Eric Lawler all the time. Eric Lawler here, who plays <laughs> he's Cole. He's still in, Cole. He's still yeah, in, though, isn't he? He plays Cole in Fair City, but people think he's real. He has a whole thing in the stand-up about a guy coming like up to him brilliant. and going, you're a fucking bastard. He's like... What are you talking about? He's like, you're a bastard. And he goes, you know I'm acting. And the guy said to him, I don't care what you're doing. You're a fucking bastard. So, Fergal, like, or Fergal, uh, Eric Lawler is a comedian over here and he's in a soap over here called Fair City, an yeah, Irish soap. He's like the Irish he's, EastEnders. He's, yeah, he's a gangster in it. <laughs> he's, he's an awful character, so he is. He's fucking great. But yeah, but is. it's the same with Michael Greco. Everywhere you go, people still shout Beppe at him. He hasn't been in EastEnders in 15 years. Fuck 15 sake. years. And people are like, Beppe, what's the story? And he's just like... Fucking name's Michael. Do you know what I mean? It'll He's never like, be Michael though. And anytime he comes over here, it's worse. It's worse. He was in my mom in and dad. In Ireland, it's worse. Yeah, people in Ireland. Is it? Like, as in just people just shout Pepe out and think it's hilarious. Um, it's like people go up to you and go, all right, Jake. No, no, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's it's m- not a... This myth that in Ireland, people, famous people get left alone. You know, this is this thing that like, it's a, oh yeah, all the fame. You know that we've heard this like, oh, Kanye West comes here with Kim Kardashian because nobody bothers them. You've not, have you not heard this? Yeah, I have, but it's, like, it's complete arse. Yeah. It's complete arse. People just shout at them. It's the step, but it's the same like anywhere else. It's just yeah. they get the exact same grief here. If Except not, we more. think it's hilarious because people here think they fucking know. You just walk up and go, "All right, what's the crack? How's it going? I'm going to your house." No, you're not. 
You fucking mentler. Or they just sit down and they, they come over the point you didn't even fucking want to oh, ask them. Yeah. They just join you. For, like, it, it's gas. Like, people in Ireland just does uh, that real weird familiarity, you know? Uh, and I, I, I don't think you get that anywhere else. But that's this uh, myth that Irish people don't bother famous people is a fucking load of bollocks. It, like, it's just not true. I think, like, totally down, not true. I think down the country, like, as in, in our soul of wherever, unless the person recognises them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like... In certain places, in in like if you were in some backyard somewhere, they would just wouldn't recognise them. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be on their radar. So I think that's why they go. Like Sarah Jessica Parker goes to Donegal every summer for the summer, and they just left be. I don't believe that. But they are just left be. So that's why she and she said it. Like she said, they're just because they're people are so used to them being there. I'm sure there's yeah. mad Sex and City fans that go up on the fucking hunt for her. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I would say in the general scheme of them being there for three months of the summer, do you reckon? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, it's it's not over here. It's that it the di- like the difference is I think is that people just go. They might say hello or all right, you know what I mean. Like, I, and people are different. So here, like, so with Christopher, if I'm out with Christopher in the UK, and it doesn't happen as much anymore because I suppose maybe he's lost a lot of weight as well. But like, I remember being so upset, like, and so annoyed. And he's my cousin, like, about ten years ago, being out, and someone's like, "All right, Moilsy, you fuck, uh, didn't come, pr- fuck you, ba- fuck bastard, or something." And I'm like, they were standing on a corner at a pub, like a load yeah, of, yeah, lo- and he was shouting. walking up the road, and I was like. He's an absolute dickhead. Like, what's your man's? And Christopher was like, "Why are you even?" He was yeah, like, "Why are you even yeah. stressed?" Like, Who and I went, "He's like leaves," and like he, like he gets that all the time. And I'm like, "How rude! How rude!" <laughs> they don't even. And he was like, "But people think that they do know me, and they think because I'm Larry, they have a right to just go." He was like, "I don't give a fuck. Like, let them call." He goes, "Fuck, fat, whatever." Do you know what I mean? But. Whereas in Ireland, I don't think anybody would go, all right, Moilesy, you fat bastard. I think they'd just be like, all right, Moilesy. Do you know, or all right, yeah. Moilesy, what's the story? Do you know what I mean? I think we have a different... I don't know. ...patter, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. You don't, I don't trust us anymore when it comes to... <laughs> I just don't. You don't trust us. I don't trust us anymore when it comes to... No, no. Because even just, like, walking around is normal. Like, you, see, you can't go to town on Saturday I didn't ask thing at What's-His-Face, Mark huh? Zuckerberg, for a picture. You didn't ask him? No, I didn't. Because no, I, I didn't know, know who he was. But I never would, would have asked him. I know there was loads of pictures on Instagram and stuff of yeah, people taking see, pictures with yeah. him. I would happens. never ask anybody for a picture. I really? would, yeah. Who would you ask for a picture? I would, yeah. Sorry, I tell a lie. When I was locked out of my game, I asked Gary Barlow for a picture. No, I've asked sports people for pictures, yeah. I've done that a few times. No. Yeah, I've done it a few times. Yeah, if I'm being but honest. But like with I, work, when they're in work, or I like if you met them out. Well. Yeah, work is within. But I, if I met someone out, I'd never ask them for a picture. I'd do my best not to like. Yeah, I, I think I would. To be honest, if I was like, if I was introduced to them, I think I would. Yeah. I get really embarrassed. Yeah, like, I get like embarrassed, the whole thing, like the Chris, the Chris Martin thing. Like I really wanted to ask him for a picture, but I was too embarrassed to ask him. I didn't want to. I suppose maybe because it was such an intimate environment. I know you um, fucker. Um, but yeah, but like I, can't, I just I always get a bit like, and it's not that I'm they know that I'm a fan or whatever, but I just I get real embarrassed. Like I just get real like, oh, I don't want to ask them for a picture, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I've done a Joan Rivers. I asked. Oh no, that's fair enough. And she did it. Uh, who else did I ask? I'm kind of sorry I didn't ask Mel Gibson to do it when I met him. I should have. Yeah, that would have been a good one. I regretted that. Packy Bonner, of course I did. I like my Packy first Bonner. kiss with his nephew. It's mad, isn't it? Packy Bonner, Donny Gall, a lot yeah, of running and his, teams. And there. his name was, was Patrick Bonner as well. 
Was it? Yeah, it was his nephew, and they lived in Temple Oak. Oddballs. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Paddy Bonner. Who else did I? I've done a few times. Uh, Jimmy Keaveney from the Dubs. I asked him. Oh yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't into it. Right. But he did it anyway. But I could tell he was pissed off. I asked him. Okay. He was just having a point. Mind his own. Business. The way you be when people ask you for points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't. I love the irony of but this is that you get like people <laughs> people come up and literally maul you and you're like give out about it and then now you're telling me that you do yeah, the I same do. to people. I, I do. Yeah. I, I love have, your I love your t- your double standards. Yeah, I have. But one um, thing I've always said about you is you're a stalwart. Fucking sure. And what's her name? Chloe Watkins. Last week I asked her for a picture. The Irish hockey woman. Yeah. I asked her for pictures. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't. I would ask none of those people for like if I if when I used to work in radio, if you if you didn't interview someone for the website or stuff, I'd ask. But you know what I said? The funny thing is, is that when you're not allowed to take the pictures, who when? So like junkets, I've been on. You're never. You're not allowed to ask them for pictures. Um, oh yeah. They get yeah. really pissy about, pissy about yeah. it. I remember interviewing the Sasha days, and asked them could we have a picture, and like literally, I they nearly took my skin off they were like no the girls haven't had their makeup done absolutely no way and it, well, I'm talking about this with someone like the smaller the star sometimes yeah the, the more pissy they are yeah the Definitely, bigger yeah. like The Rock is one of the nicest people I've ever interviewed yeah that's a, Will that's Smith a thing. was absolutely off the charts now fucking Tom Cruise was weird but like the majority really? yeah Tom Cruise is a bit weird I've got a great Tom Cruise story really yeah. hit me because my sister said, "Ah, you know, the she table walks, has turned." Ah, uh, yeah. No, she might see, she walks in RTE, right? Yeah, and she walks on the late late show for years, and she thinks Tom Cruise is the nicest man she's ever met in her life. Okay, because he did this fucking thing, right? So we walked in. So uh, for those that don't know, the late late show longest it's the running, biggest show long, ever, longest running ch- chat show in the world. Yeah, uh, and it's pink uh, Parkinson, but with Irish, Irish people. Exactly, that's exactly what it fucking is. So basically, Tom Cruise is on it, right? And he's promoting his last movie. But the thing is, he can't do it live. It's, everything's normally live so sure. this, for this one exception because it's Tom Cruise Obviously. they decide they're going to do a pre-record and play it on the night so Tom Cruise walks into the studio Ryan Tuberty who's the host stands up and he goes give me a minute right and before he went to Ryan he walks around everybody in the whole studio all the crew everybody asked them their name asked them something about themselves and what they were doing had a chat with everybody and sat down right mm. then he sits down he does the interview no shit at the end of the interview he gets up thank you Ryan shakes his hand went around every single person in the studio remembered them by their first name now you're talking 20 odd people yeah. and then it's said back to them a little bit of what the story was before he left so he was like you know see you later Jim best of luck with that fucking game on Saturday hope your team wins see you later Where Rebecca fuck I know he's American you know what I mean uh, uh, see you later Rebecca Bronx. whatever the fuck he's from I don't know I only got two American accents and one of them I got three I got this one and I got yeah man fuck yourself and that's I got the hobby milk one I got that one <laughs> the Woody Allen that's all I got okay uh, so he had anyway, to be one of them right. so, uh, but he knew, he knew he remembered every single fucking person now like, I would say person. I completely concur with that story and the, was we just got the bad side of him if you if you will so he did Skyfall the red carpet yeah so we when when I used to work, work in radio we'd have to go we'd essentially go in what can only be described as a pen you go in a press pen right yeah yeah so you'd have to be there three hours whatever and every so there's little markers on the ground and you stand like on your piece of tape and that says like Suzanne came for FM or whatever it was so we were all in this pen 
waiting. And we've been told by the press people, you don't ask him for a selfie. Everyone will get a question. He'll spend enough time. And credit to him, he spent like nearly two hours on the carpet. Signing, talking, chatting. They had to delay the movie because of him. But he spent so much time with all of the fans outside. Yeah. He was so overwhelmed by so many people who come out. It was pissing rain. It was like a really cold, shitty night. Like Yeah, yeah. And in fairness, Guy's he took a fucking us, legend. Yeah, went, signed everything, had loads of pictures, was full of charisma and Guy's charm. A fucking legend. Got down to us on the pen and one of the, so he got one question, moved on to the next one and the person from that radio station went, can I take a selfie, took a selfie and the press just went, Vroom! and the PR people whipped him away and that was it. None you. of us got our, one fucking, one fucking than everybody. Yeah. And I remember listening to them the next morning on their, at the show that they worked for and they thought it was hilarious and I was like, I'd stood in that pen for three and a half hours. And you fucked it up on everybody. And none of us got our audio and we, and we all had to make. He asked one thing, in yeah. fairness to him, he only asked one thing yeah. from everybody. Just like, and he, and he would have given us all our time but like, and then I interviewed him for Mission Impossible with Simon Pegg and I think I was one of the last of that day of that junket and Simon Pegg was pissed off and he was tired like he was nice but the person before me apparently had asked questions about Scientology and asked Simon Pegg was Tom trying to recruit him but they were Irish as well and then I trotted in so no matter how much be Gara, be glad, crackles the kill. Yeah, but Irish charm, he's fucking had his fail. The two of them had had their fail and they gave no more shit about the diaspora of Ireland. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of was like, I, that was the only, I just found him weird. But I totally agree that he probably, he seems he, to be a nice guy. He seems to be the nicest guy in the world when it comes to it all. Like, just to fucking prove your point Although that the, it's the people that are lower down. The story does go around that he, that they cast for the role of Katie Holmes. That like that wasn't legit at all. That like his people and apparently his security can't be taller than him. You yeah, know you hear all these things like because he is tiny. When you see him in real life, he's yeah, a small I hear lad. He's a bit of a midget, all right, yeah. <laughs> call him a midget. Well, a little fella. He wears little Cuban heels like Bono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bono. You know when you meet so Bono for the first time when you see him, he should have a little tap on the front of them. You're like, if people always say about Bono, it's like Bono's tiny. If you've never seen him in real life, I've never seen him. Have you never seen him in no, real life? I've heard all these rumors. Bono is. Like he's He's just a little He's tiny Like I met him Years ago for the first time And he walked by me To go to the toilet And I like I just went Oh there's a little man Who looks like Bono In the little shades And then I went Oh my god that is Bono But when you see him And then you see him In the little Cuban heels His little high heels (laughs) (laughs) But yeah again I think the bigger the star Sometimes The sounder they are And then the, the middle ones Are affected yeah, I think you're. Yeah, yeah, I know you're on. I think they get sounder as they go along. Yeah, like, yeah, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. Like, you know, apparently, like I remember hearing the guys in Vicar Street were telling me, right? So uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh wow! So they've they've done Paul Simon gigs. Yeah. Massive fucking gigs. Yeah. You know, massive gigs, right? Paul Simon comes on. It's fucking stadiums. It's this that and the other. He turns out. He's fucking sings his bit. He goes. He's no hassle. He's not exactly friendly, but he does his thing. He's fucking not a bother. Everybody likes dealing with the guy. Okay. Garfunkel or Garfunkel <laughs> is. As Apparently, like the biggest him. pain in the fucking bollocks of all time. He's so precious. He was playing Vicar Street. It wasn't sold out. A little small. So he's like, he's in the hundreds, whereas Simon's in the thousands, yeah. right? He's playing it. He's, he's uh, being totally weird, totally difficult, demanding all kinds of shit. And then he goes onto the stage and during his warm-up, he starts singing and he gets so fucking uh, weird about his voice. People have to come on and massage his neck during the warm-up. Like, fuck off. Like, what are you talking about? I want about? someone to massage my neck when yeah, I'm tired. But, 
yeah, no, yeah. it's weird. I totally don't like. It's totally weird. <laughs> it's totally weird. But it's just you don't know what. And apparently, um, Alanis Morissette was a bit weird when she was in Ireland. She Britney she was played, and she just. I saw. I just saw my my Instagram account was just alive of feed of just Britney's because everybody was at it um, but she just mimed for the whole thing and then just does lots of kind of weird movements I, know, amongst I was the talking hand to someone movements. about that today right Louise that works with us and she was saying oh we were all there so we were all so happy she didn't sing Apparently nobody, her, her fans don't want her to sing they just want her to mime and they just, just dance around they just want her to around. do her shit and move around the place I yeah. don't want to watch Britney shit I'm, I can't even imagine paying into a gig just to hear a track quid a ticket fuck that man that's mental bullshit. No, I think I a lot of people got Frio Frios, judging by the amount of people who were there last night, like that I would follow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I can't. Who goes to a gig and hopes they don't see someone sing? I think it's they wanted to see weird. her for dudes, did they, instead? Imagine going to a comedy gig and hoping the guy doesn't talk. Like, I don't, it's I, fucking weird. I don't like ever. I don't feel the need to ever. Sh- I hate shaming people. But the only thing I will say about Britney is her hair looks like it needs a good brush. That's my only. And like I get like that about my own. And like I hate Hannah's hair not brushed. I hate Hannah looking. Me- I'm just. I was watching all the videos last night. Going, no, I understand the nature of the beast that she's dancing and whatnot. But I was just a bit like, would they not put her hair in a ponytail for that? <laughs> Um, right, well, that's uh, just about it for this 107. For this, the We've most Irish to- week in the history of the world. Can we just say that before we go? Yes. The most Irish week in the history of the world. Because? Because we had the Irish fucking All-Ireland hurling final. The Rose of Tralee. I love the Rose of Tralee. And the visit from the Pope in the same week. You are busting the mics today. I don't mean to. Um, but a visit from the Pope on the same week. It's the are most you going to go Irish to the Pope week. this weekend? You know something I was actually, I've been thinking about it. I was going to, I told you I was yeah. going to go in just for the interesting stuff. I, I fucking all the child abuse yeah. shit is just making me not want to have. See, this is the thing. Really I don't want to get into a big serious thing about it at all. But he the, obviously the Pope made a statement or whatever, and he talked about the sins. I was kind of a little bit like, you know, I hate to, you know, I don't want to be pedantic about it, but they're not sins. It's just they're criminal offences. Yeah, like sexually assaulting and rape. That's a criminal offence. That's yeah. not a sin. I know. Do you know? Like, it's kind of taken. I've heard so many pinching something from the shop. Bit yeah, of a sin. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Bit of a sin. That kind of thing, bit of a sin, oh, sexually assaulting and, and and rape. That's 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 a straight up criminal offence. Yeah, I think it's you know? not. It's not. I I, t- I did think it was going to be a bit of crack going in and fucking just for a day out and shit. But all the the testimony I heard, Colin O'Gorman uh, yeah, on Colin the radio O'Gorman's this morning, been an incredible, incredible advocate. Yeah. And he's. Do you know what though? I, I can't do it. I, I don't watched think. him on Ireland. I am, and I've no, I've nothing against Catholic. My, like mm. I know really good Catholics. I think my mother's one. Yeah, and my I, mom's a great. And Catholic. by all power means, I think they should be allowed to go into the Pope and not do be do whatever they need. Do. Un- un- shunned, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and let them enjoy themselves but I, I don't I, I love that they're clearing out the hospitals though hmm? they're clearing yeah. out all the hospitals in case any of them have any they're you know are they? oh yeah they're clearing out all the hospitals because obviously the age group that are going and the excitement of it all they, in oh, case yeah. they get have a funny you turn know, there's a, mort- a mortuary been set up in the Phoenix Park for dead people for de- yeah because they what think- can you bring your dead no you bleeding maniac because some people that go there alive aren't going to be alive at the end because of the age group they know that some people aren't going to make it so they've set up a stop mortuary. it yeah I swear to god yeah there's actually a mortuary been set up in the Phoenix Park yeah like a blow up one well I don't think it's inflatable but it's like a tent or a marquee or some shit but it is no, there like yeah. you might blow a pub there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Paddy Power have like a blow up Confession box. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. no, that's cruel. I shouldn't. So there it is, yeah. The but there is one being so, set up. So, and the All Ireland, out. the All Ireland was the weekend as well. The Dublin All Ireland is come. We'll talk about that in the next podcast. But um, congratulations to Limerick. Oh, I was delighted. Now, that was really difficult because I like Galway. You know, the way you don't, you like. You I know, missed it. I missed oh, it. I was on a boat the course. Hurl, yeah. I saw that actually. The hurling was just, oh, it was off the chart. It was so good. Um, delighted for that. And then what was the other thing we said? Uh, Third, all, all the Roses Tralee. 
the, the one thing in life I never succeeded English at. people are listening now just going, what the it's fuck? It's basically, it's like a, it's not a beauty, but it's a lovely girl competition, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I, all, it was all, like, so it was shy. one of the things in life I ever wanted to be was a rose tree. <laughs> never <laughs> did. And so um, before we finish up, um, I want to, if, if it's at all possible, um, tell you, um, I have to tell you about our tickets that are for sale but I would like to if possible I want to dedicate this uh, podcast which I never do but I want to de- dedicate the podcast to a young lad called Davy O'Byrne who was my neighbour and uh, he played football, he played hurling for our club St Jude's and he was in Texas a month ago it's his month's mind and he lost his life in Texas his dad um, was with the Dublin Fire Brigade for his entire life his mum works for the guards they're an incredible family and he was 24 and he was Somebody who came onto this earth, spent 24 years on it, but Jesus Christ, in 24 years, that lad made... He, do you know what? Weirdly, he reminds me a lot of you in the sense he is he was such a funny character, had great outlook on life, and his intelligence was off the charts. You know someone that is a messer? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then all of a sudden, they'll tell you something about the 1916 Rising and you go, what? How is that possible? <laughs> but he was that kind of kid and only had 24 years of his life but made a massive 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 impact but big dubs fan um, and yeah and so I just want to I want to dedicate it to him yeah, today because he's an absolute young. great lad too young and a great lad so anyway before we go I have to tell you we are doing a gig the 12th of October uh, we're playing in the Liberty Hall Theatre we are buy your tickets because they're flying they're flying. They're flying out the door. So if you want to come and see us, uh, we're up to 90 podcasts are with us as well. It's the Dublin Podcast Festival. Tickets are on Ticketmaster.ie. Buy your tickets. And if you're travelling from the UK, grab an out. Now, I can't guarantee you the Ryanair will flight will go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I said Maybe that book last with week. Lingus Yeah. So that, say- so we said on the last podcast and people were like tweeting and going, that's great. Imagine there's a strike. I'm like, I can't, I can't speak for Ryanair. No. But yeah, but our tickets are on sale now to go and see us in the Dublin Podcast Festival the 12th of October. Deadly. Looking forward to there it. There you go. That's 108. Done. Done. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.